Hey everyone, just a quick note here. I completely screwed up on this. Uh, I forgot to hit record on my normal mic. So I had to use the sky, the, uh, my headphone mic. So my apologies. I tried to massage it a little bit so it sounds at least better. But uh, anyways, if it sounds a little funky, that's why next episode will be back to normal. Sorry about that. Welcome back to the Chasing Tone Podcast. Today with my best buddy in, in all of the area that you live in in Oregon. You're my favorite person in the world. I know that that's true, which makes me feel wonderful. Unless Andy lives with lives on the same block, then oh no, I'd have to probably, I'd probably have to reevaluate my decisions. But he doesn't. From, he doesn't live on the same block. What kind of radius are you? Uh, uh, just basically on your street. The, out of the people that live on your street, you're my favorite person there. Oh well, the feeling's mutual. <laughs> I don't live on your street. Well, no, the, the people that live on your street. You're my favorite. I live on a gravel Actually, road, no, though. that's not true. I like Amanda better. <laughs> Everybody likes Amanda better. She's much cooler. And yeah, she, she has is. much better hairline than I do as well. <laughs> that's, that is all. You've done nothing but speak the truth <laughs> so far this entire episode. But I have to I have to air out something really quick before we get too, too far Uh-oh. down the podcast trail. I, I really didn't mean it. No, seriously, Brian, how on earth do you expect me to try to not talk about what you just showed me on the text message? <laughs> He's coming out with something, yeah. and I, I'm so excited about it, and I'm not trying to be, like, he told me not to talk about it, but I'm doing it anyway, kind of, sort of. I'm so excited about what that thing is that you just showed me that you, you're going to come out with. I'm so, I'm so jazzed. I told you so. at some point we were going to make a box that had fart sounds. You know, it was all MIDI and, you know, the fart sounds respond to your note choice, right? So, you know, as a joke, I did the Kirk Hammett, not the Kirk Hammett wall, what do I call it? The Hammett wall. That's right. Which made pig sounds. (laughs) Yes. You know, because it was ham as in the food, ham it. Um, And so I thought, you know, what better, what better thing to bring in a fresh new 2019 than a pedal that does fart sounds in stereo? Well, you're right. There is nothing better, and I couldn't possibly be more excited about it. I'm excited. I think this is a new era for us. I think th- we'll start out with this one. The next one will have burp sounds. You know? Well, you, what you need to do is you need to talk to uh, Nick Reinhardt. You know you know Nick? He d- Yeah. You need to talk to him because I was just told, and I haven't watched it yet, but on his most recent rig rundown, he has a nice uh, MIDI, uh, MIDI controller set up on his board exclusively to inject Mortal Kombat sounds into his uh, his playing at will, which is just wonderful, in my opinion. That's another great idea, but uh, if I had to guess, I probably would get sued over that one. You well, know? maybe you can get, uh, you know, get with the guys. I don't know who the, the Disney or something. Designed. Who knows? I, yeah, I'm sure Disney designed probably, Mortal Kombat. That's probably It's right. probably, probably owned by Disney at some point. They own everything. That's true. I mean, don't you want to be able to just like stomp on it and have it be like, get over here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like all that stuff. Like that's so amazing. I don't know. Let me write this down. That's another great product idea here. Let's see. uh, see. You're going to have to get with Nick about it. Combat sounds. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Nick Reinhart is a part of uh, Terra. I think think you pronounce it Terra Mello, I think is how you say it. Maybe Melos? I don't know. Not very smart. And he also does uh, uh, 
uh, what's the name of his YouTube channel he does with Juan? Why is my brain not working? I don't know. I don't remember. It's uh, it's just something like guitar. Wow, okay. I feel like a so huge that, idiot. Hold on, there's this website that I like to go to. Um, and you type things into it, and what's it, it called? Um, gosh, what's it? it, it uh, goggle, goggle.com. Goggle.com. Yeah, so let me let me let me uh Oh, I know what it's called. Uh-huh. I know what it's called. My brain worked finally. It's it's simply called pedals, pedals and, and effects. effects. I beat you. Yep. Oh your Google is faster than my brain yet again. Goggle. I don't use Google. They, they trace everything you do. I use goggle.com. Oh yeah. yeah. You can't be uh yeah. you can't be uh being traced. You don't want <laughs> Trump Trump to know what you're searching for. Yeah, because everybody wants to read what I you know, read the things I search for. Fart sounds on YouTube. Yeah, I'd be severely disappointed. <laughs> How to change pitches with DSP? Uh, you know, using using fart fart wave sounds or whatever. So, Anyways. ABBA isolated tracks. <laughs> Just the high pitched one, though. Just the high pitched vocal. That's the only one I want. You would, if you looked at my search history, it would just be like, "Is this guy? What does he do? Anything?" Besides eat and look at guitar pedals. And it's like, no, not really. Not, not really. I just think about food and, uh, and guitar pedals. That's all I do all day long. See, my, um, my, my YouTube al- algorithm is, is uh, and we're getting off tone, but that's where we'll get back there eventually. I know people like to hear is just kind of rant and rave anyways. Of course. They do. I've I've heard it from the source. And I've asked everyone that listens to the podcast, and that's what they tell me. You um, listen to both guys, or you talked to both guys already? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but both and wow. uh, and my mom and I asked her as well. So three people really. Um, Actually, my mom really does listen. So oh, so Hi, that's mom. that's four people generally. I haven't talked to your mom, so I've talked to seventy five percent of our audience, and they all think it's just fine if we go off topic. Uh, you know, more often than not, you know, wonderful. Anyways, I totally lost my thought. You screwed me up. It was it was a good point too. Well, what were you saying? I've messed up the conversation. What's new? What were you saying? That was a good one too. Uh, I said I only search for oh, food yes. and pedals. That's right, YouTube. So my YouTube search, I I didn't realize. I mean, I I knew they did, but I I never really like went to see what my what I've searched for over time. So I was just going through there and it's, it's so stupid. It's like guitar stuff. And then it will be, you know, like tiny houses or it'll be something (laughs) tiny houses because, um, well, kind of a, a side hustle passion of mine is I, I would, I would like to build a few tiny houses on the side just for fun and sell them, not living them, but sell them Mm -hmm. just I say you got a lot of kids. That's not going to be a very tiny, <laughs> tiny house. No, but I mean because I like doing stuff like that with my hands. I enjoy that sort of thing, and uh, so I thought, you know what, I could. That actually might be a cool little side hustle. Whenever I just need time away, I can. I got the room in the barn here. I can just build a little tiny house. You know, put it on Craigslist and flip it. Flip tiny houses. Maybe that's what will be. Wampler Tiny Houses Incorporated, and pedals. I mean. Tiny houses and guitar pedals. Great idea. <laughs> Great idea. I like, uh, I seen the, this is, weird. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but since we're doing it anyway, I seen that we've got a local place that builds container homes. I just seen recently. I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Like, like shipping container houses. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. Very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen those a lot, but I I'd never actually seen one in person. I was driving by and it was on the side of the side of the freeway. And it sounds a lot sketchier than it is. Wait, wait, <laughs> the, the container was or the actual container built as a well, tiny maybe home? that was just a homeless guy living in a container. <laughs> now that I think about it. That's kind of a tiny house, but not exactly what I'm referring to. No, there's a there's a legit like construction company and I looked them up. They were kind of cool. Uh, just, you know, I don't know. Random aside. Nobody cares about that. Why are we talking about this? Because uh, uh, we were talking about search history and I was talking about how mine is completely messed up. So when it so it, like anytime it recommends me stuff, it's all over the place, all over the place. So hmm, that's where you go. And then also, uh, you know, it's like a company. It's like the company login that we all use. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so like Google Sheets and stuff. And so sometimes you can always tell when someone's kids got on there because it would be, you know, like binge watching, uh, I don't know, some kid's program or something. You know, <laughs> you can probably tell like when Jason gets on there because it's all just nothing but Owen Wilson saying wow. <laughs> that and Brexit discussions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, we actually had a subject to talk about, didn't we? We do. We do. And it came from. The Wampla, that's how Mick and Dan pronounce it, Wampla um, Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's from Alex Carroll. Alex, thank you. So I'm I'm just going to read it because it's rather than me summarize it, it's just better if I read it. It's his words. Go for it. Uh, So so my bandmates confessed to me today that the album we recorded back in May of 2017 actually didn't have any of my effects in it. The secret the, the producer secretly bypassed my board with cables going out of the room to whatever he told me at the time when it was really just direct in. He then later added effects on the on the computer. It explains why my guitar tone forever bothered me after hearing it. I thought, that's just the way recording goes and how it sounds after all the studio rack stuff through the headphones. And then it was, oh well, my tone will sound better after they really mix it and master it. And then finally Wow, I'm really not a big fan of how my tone turned out, but whatever, it's too late now. said, I don't know what he did, but it's definitely something funky. It never was my tone at all. I understand doing all wet effects on a computer, but to skip my dirt pedals kind of pisses me off. I don't know. My whole world is flipped upside down now. I always thought it was just how the producer made the album and what he did to it in production for the reason it sounded like it did. But who am I? Ugh. Man. That is that is awful. Kind of like I don't want that guy ever to mix any of my records if I made any of them. No, like, no. How do I sound, bro? You sound great. You sound great. God, he sucks. We're just gonna run him direct in and reamp later. Yeah, I, I, I that I mean, you know, like and, and I that, get it. The, the producer's job is to like make it sound good to him. You know, it it is to to some degree, but you can't you can't do it like that. That's not cool. It's it's a gun. It's a back and forth thing. You can't. You know, maybe the producer really didn't like his tone. That's fine. Um, at the end of the day, he's not the one. He's it is his baby, but it's also not his baby at the same time. He doesn't have. I would never work with that guy ever again. That's right. awful. I I understand. Like we did, we definitely did. Like ran our like a split signal and ran one direct and one you know just just to reamp later just to you know if we wanted to add something to our original track 
that's mm -hmm. pretty standard but to not use any of the the guitar player's stuff is that's <laughs> like so lame imagine that you're going through like your favorite fuzz and you're dooming it right along right and then you hear the record and you're like that sounds a lot like a tube screamer what yeah exactly <laughs> oh my god i mean gosh. you play differently like you play differently based on especially with dirt pedals based on yeah. what those things are doing and how they're responding so like if you're like you said slamming it through like a big muffin doing a wall of fuzz thing and then you run it through a a, a mild setting on a clon centaur it's gonna sound way different and not right at all for what you were intending to do with the song itself right that is ridiculous and then my thought was so this happened in 2017 and your bandmates just told you, uh, <laughs> I'd kind of be a little irritated at my bandmates too. Like, dude, you knew about this and you didn't tell me. And apparently like, well, they knew I would come unglued, but I guess me personally, I, I probably would be mad at, at my bandmates as well. Be like, we're not friends anymore. You right. Know, you know, I like, mean, I break, is, up, that I break up as a friend. <laughs> I'm not playing with you anymore. <laughs> but no, like seriously though, like what that is kind of weird on the bandmates too because they clearly knew. And or otherwise, if they didn't know, then then how how would they tell him? They clearly knew about it. Yeah, well, yeah, they they knew about it. I'm trying to find where he actually explains it a bit, but um, apparently they just told him recently that that is indeed what happened. That you know. They walked in and found out that he, they, he, the, the uh, producer or engineer or whatever he was, was indeed just uh, running a direct line in to reamp later. Yeah, I mean, I guess it gives you something to look out for. I guess try to learn learn a lesson from that guy. Like, make sure maybe, um, and you know, people, you, you don't want to become a diva or anything, but like maybe it's a good lesson for everybody just to like be a little more involved in the actual, and I'm not saying he wasn't, I don't know what their situation was, but be a little more involved in the mixing and recording process. Right. Well, you know, I mean, if it's, I mean, I can understand like, let's say it's your first album and your first time in a, in a nice studio and you know, you don't really know what to expect and you don't want to make too many waves. He's, he's on a label by the way. And okay. uh, so, so the label paid for the recording. But you know how that works. That's basically a glorified, overpriced, over-interest bank loan. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I could, I could understand where you're like, hell, you know, I don't want to screw something something good up. So I'll just kind of keep my mouth shut and we'll figure it out later. And then as time goes on, it just annoys you more and more. And you're like, why? Why does this sound that way? And you're like, well, uh, uh, you know, Alex – Remember that time that you went to use the restroom and were gone for a little while? <laughs> Funny story about that. <laughs> the producer yeah, we came just in, unplugged your microphone. Right. The uh, produ producer came in and said, is this his pedal board? All these, uh, you know, glittery looking Wampler pedals? They said, yeah. They're like, this sounds like crap. It's gone. It's gone. And in place, they plugged you into a brand new RP100 Digitech. No, I'm kidding. I'm just totally kidding. Um, <laughs> plugged you right into the finest technology available. <laughs> a Pod 2.0 from 2001. Because um, they have all the sounds in there, baby. All the sounds. <laughs> Could you imagine if he went to the producer like, what did you do? And he's like, well, we got this cool new Line 6 product on eBay. 
and uh, it looks like a kidney bean. And I thought, hey, <laughs> why why switch amps whenever you got them all right here, man? <laughs> yeah, why even use an amp? They're all in here. They are. <laughs> no, that's. That, I mean, I guess that's a. You know, I, I'm not saying this is his fault at all. It's totally not. But I guess that's that's what I'm taking away from it. Is like if I was going to be in that situation, I would be very. You know, like, I don't want to like try to do someone's job for them because that's their job. But at the same time. Like, I know that I know this much, like all of the guitarists in my band, we're nerdy enough about our tone that if if we heard our part on on a record that like we're like, that's not that doesn't sound right. Like. It would be like, it, I don't know, maybe we're all just jerks, but we would <laughs> we would we would make it known. We're like, hey, 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 what's going on here? Why is that guitar sound awful? OK, we're going to have to retract that. Right. If that's what that I is. I see Blake you know? coming at six o'clock in the morning, kicking the front door in. Like, this is not the tone that I had. We're redoing this entire album. I could see that totally. We definitely would be redo like, <laughs> like, I don't know. We we listen to the mixes and, um, you know, and I don't know. I guess maybe we are just jerks because we <laughs> we sent it back to the mastering guy several times. We're like, yeah, no, this sounded better before you touched it fix it like, <laughs> and he's like but so you, maybe but you don't jerks. get compression bro compression you gotta compress everything and then you compress your compression and you compress your compressed compression you know that's what you do and then you just boost that level up <laughs> just boost it all the way up all see, across the board you see those red lines up there that means it's good that's what that means when it's red it's good <laughs> you gotta get it to where it you gotta get it to where the red lines are on all the time even when that's even when there's no notes being played <laughs> exactly oh, oh man it is yeah. kind of funny though like you know i don't know i'm far 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 from an expert at at recording but like how much you learn just by being around it i mean when i was a kid i thought well yeah we got to get it as loud as possible on the you know on there that's how you make it sound good right well, no apparently that's not right it doesn't work that way yeah, I mean, and there are situations, we talked about it before, where you may have a freaking fantastic sound there in the studio, and when the producer's listening in the headphones, you're like, ah, this is, this is taking up some space that the bass should live in, or, or the keys, or some other instrument, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, I could see that, but I, I think if it were me, I probably would try to talk to the guitar player and say, so here's what's going on, bub. You know, we got the kick, the kick drum that's down here around 50 to 80 hertz. We have this going on. We have this going on. I need to fit your guitar in these frequencies. So uh, I'm not telling you what to play or how to play. I'm just telling you what I have to achieve. So anyway, you can help me out with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that is a, definitely the, the better approach. I mean, that goes back to something we talked about probably multiple times, but definitely on one of the earlier episodes I did that sometimes bad tone is the right tone, unfortunately. Yeah. And while like you might listen to that track isolated and that's like, Whoa, that guitar is shrill, but that's where it needs to slow. I mean, I, we did that on, on our record. I have a guitar track on there. If you listen to it by itself, you'd think I was on drugs for needing that sound, but it made the whole track sound better. Just sounded unique and it just worked, right? It just filled in a space that wasn't there. You know, I was like, something's missing. Why doesn't it sound full? And so we like cranked the treble on this one track and I played a really high pitched, the, like the chords I was playing. I just like, it was very like almost ear piercing in the room, mm -hmm. how high it was. Right. 
but it sat right in that mix and just filled it out really nice, um, which was totally unexpected if you listen to that track by itself. It sounds like garbage, honestly. But when you listen to the whole thing, you're like, ah, oh, it's magic. I was such a good idea. I'm glad I came up with that. Well, honestly, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Yes, it was a good, it did end up being a good idea. <laughs> but, you know, you try things, you try it and see what works. And if it doesn't work, you don't do that. You do another thing. It, it all, it's all in service of the song. That's kind of what the goal is. That's true. And unless you're not really playing the song, you know, like, like this mumble rap, which is, well, I mean, you know, you know <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I don't really understand the mumble rap and i feel old well i think the thing is is um you're just not down with it you know you're not down with uh with with modern music you know you're still back listening to you know horrible guitar music you need you need to hang out with some 18 to 20 year old kids and um get a feel for what's really going on in the culture of today's youth you i know? don't want to then you know, then you'll get some tattoos on your face, you know, and, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe quit school, you know, drink a whole drink. lot of, uh, lean drink, drink. That's right. Drink a lot of lean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I heard that's good for you. <laughs> that's part of the mumble rap, uh, culture, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, actually don't do that. Okay. I won't do any of that. Um, but I will say this. I I I have I am starting to come term, to terms with the fact that I'm starting to get old. Um, I had to explain a meme the other day, and I don't remember which Facebook group I was in, but it doesn't really matter. It was a meme uh, making a joke in reference to the song "Peaches" by Presidents of the United States of America. I saw that. I actually, I was going to post, and then I saw that other people had posted what I was going to say, so I just passed on by yeah well you don't understand of them and they're all free and then that's I, right. I saw like someone else like 10 other people posted the same thing and i'm like crap i'm late late to the game yeah <laughs> most people went with uh peaches come from a can in reference to that name, which i uh, is also a solid poll but only when my- they were put there by a man in a factory downtown <laughs> and if you, you know had, that song jams way, i don't care even, even your little way you'd probably eat them every day you know oh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I definitely recall uh listen to some presidents of the united states of america the band not any of the other political figures you might be thinking of in your head uh but yeah i definitely recall listening to them it's a good, a they're a good band. They're a good time. They're a fun band. First couple albums, my favorite. Band. Yeah, very much. Yep. If I recall right, didn't, did, I was thinking the guitar player had a, had like the guitar was partially strung as a guitar and a bass. Or maybe I'm thinking of Local H. Local H does do that. I don't, you know, I don't remember what it is and you might be right. I'll oh, mixing this up. I wish we had goggle. Um, <laughs> but you're but but you're right. I do think that presidents did have something really weird with one of their guitars. I just don't remember what it is. Mm-hmm. It is like I, I can't remember. Or maybe I'm just thinking that because in one of their songs they talk about no stringed guitars. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe um maybe it was a guitar that just had a few strings on it or something. Playing a three string, two string, no string guitars. 
Let's see. I got I gotta find it. Detailed gear diagram. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay. What is it? Dave De Derriere. That can't be his real name. Uh, so it's a Harmony H802 Sunburst strung with three okay. strings. Okay. Yeah. Three strings. Uh, three a, strings. On the A, D, and G slots tuned to uh, C sharp, G sharp, C sharp. So root fifth octave. Really interesting. Yep. Huh. I wonder why he did that. Maybe he broke a string and just called it a day. Called it a day, <laughs> kept on playing and like broke another string later on. He's like, huh. This is uh maybe this is my new sound. This is my new gig, you know? And then he was probably eating some peaches and he's like, These are all for me. And they were freaks. My girlfriend bought them for me. Wait a minute, that's, that's right. a song. Millions of peaches. That's a song. Yes, guys, you with the bass, your one string bass. Come over here. <laughs> I got it. I got it. All right. You guys know these peaches come from a can, right? They were put there by a man. You know, this is going to be a really lame segment for people under the age of 28. Right. So if you have no idea what we're talking about before I go into the next part of this guitar rig, it's a band with a very popular song in the 90s called Peaches. And that's what we're talking about. Hit Spotify. Yes. Spot Spotify it. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently he r- was running into a TS-10 into a Sovtech Big Muff. Solid. I like it. Yep. I like it. Got good taste into a twin, into a Fender twin. That would do it. So yeah, he's getting a, that actually makes a lot of sense though. Where there, if you think about his guitar sound, that makes a ton of sense. And he's like getting a little bit of the mids by hitting that tube screamer into the big muff. Yep. Yeah. I could see that. That's, that's actually a cool trick. I, I, um, if you run, I like running like a mid heavy drive of some sort, like a tube screamer or a clon type thing. In, mm-hmm. And not with a bunch of gain, just a, just a little bit of gain. Running running that into a big muff. Mm. Mm. Now it's not going to be as fuzzy, but it's going to be a massive wall of distortion sound. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is a really good trick. That's a that's a classic. I I'm not like a big tube screamer guy, like in a, in the classic sense, but I find that use to be very very satisfying. Absolutely. When a lot of I mean. A lot of people probably know this, but in a lot of metal, like high gain, heavy metal guys that mainly use amp drive, a lot of them will use something like that just to goose it a little bit. Like that'll be their solo boost, and it helps like just, just tighten cut. the amp up a little bit. Yep, that's the same reason why we put those tube screamer style boosts on the Pinnacle Deluxe and the Plexi Drive Deluxe for that exact reason. There you go. Look at that. The more you know. Um, so, and I know we're, we're getting close to getting close to closing out this episode right here. Cause we've been doing it for about 26 minutes right there, 26 minutes mm-hmm. past the hour. And okay. uh, that's my NPR voice in case you didn't know. Um, I don't think that that's what people <laughs> on NPR sound like at all. I think it's more of a, and yes, now we go to the next segment of the show. Or that's more of the classical radio. Okay. Theory. Well, then that's, that's, probably- <laughs> that's, that's the redneck NPR. So the RNPR. I'll tell you what, yeah, what you don't need to do right there to get on that there uh, telephone and give us a call and uh, we'll probably get you on the air and probably take some of your questions. You know, so, I don't know. <laughs> that was, that, you know what, I think if there was a redneck NPR, that is in, it's shockingly accurate to what it would actually sound like. Oh, man. it's That's bad when you laugh at yourself, I, I think. 
Um, so anyways, <laughs> I was alluding to. I can't help it. No one else is going to laugh at me. <laughs> um, so I was talking to um, a buddy of mine last night on the phone. And uh, Phil McKnight, actually, from YouTube fame. And we were talking about counterfeit products. He, and he was telling me something that I, did, I didn't realize it was this big of a problem on Amazon. But apparently... There are, um, I guess, various string companies are having a big problem with companies basically counterfeiting. So using very cheap strings, counterfeiting the packaging, the box and everything, and putting them on Amazon as a, as a more expensive string. No way, really? Yeah, I had no idea. But apparently um, it, this keeps happening over and over and companies are fighting it. They're trying to get with Amazon to fight it. And... Uh, I think I I don't want to f- put words in Phil's mouth, but I I want to think that it was uh, Chinese like Alibaba type companies doing that. I I mean that's generally the case, um, and that's why it tends to be a little bit harder to enforce. But right. you know, you know, I've, we've talked before about how country of manufacture doesn't really matter that much these days. I will say uh, I've learned recently the ex- there seems to be an exception to that rule with guitar strings in particular, and it doesn't. I don't know of anyone at this point, and that could always change in the future, that has had quality experiences with Chinese guitar strings versus any basically anywhere else. <laughs> right. I guess I guess for for whatever reason their manufacturing techniques on that particular item are not quite up to snuff yet. Um, and I didn't realize how much there was to know about strings. I'm going to have to talk to uh, Scott over at, at Stringjoy about uh, about the counterfeit problem. because like, He hasn't told me that he's ran into any issues yet, but um, he's educated me a lot on strings lately about like just like the angle that the wrap wire goes on will affect like the how the string intonates and and the, the tension it's wrapped under. And like hmm. it's like it seems so simple. Like it's just metal wrapped around metal. What do you, what more do you need? But there's so much that goes into it. It's insane. Hmm, that's so, wild. Yeah. Yeah. I've never I've never wrapped my own strings, but I know that people do. It's a it's it's a process. It's 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 intense. I I had no idea. It's it's kind of cool though. But so so they're are they like saying like hey these are Ernie balls or Ernie we these are Ernie Vol strings. I'm, I'm hesitant to say the companies just because it's not anything I've verified myself. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, let's say they're ABC strings and, you know, they have gold plated coating or whatever, right? Like they're, they're special strings. Mm-hmm. And uh, these companies will say that they are, the, the packaging will look like that, but you open it up and it's clearly not that. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, one guy um, he was telling me about one one of his viewers had said that. And I, let me get, make sure I get my facts straight. So they come in like a packaging that's um, like the air sucked out of it, a vacuum sealed packaging or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way the person that told Phil about it is that um, people the the uh, the people that were counterfeiting it. The packaging it came in had made made in China, on the packaging, and these were like supposed to be you know made in America strings. So wow, 
that's pretty blatant. Yeah, I mean that's and that's really the, bad. The the um, it does end with a kind of a happy story. Uh, since the package had been opened, Amazon would not take them back. Believe it or not. However, the okay. com- however they reached out to the company, and the company's like, "Yep, we're fighting that problem. What's your address? We'll send you a box. We'll send you know because he bought a box. We'll send you a replacement box of the real thing." Oh well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So the companies companies are on it. They're doing their best. So I, I would say that if you feel that you may have uh, counterfeit strings, there's actually a serial number on there that they're that you you can look at and they can tell you. Because um, apparently these counterfeit strings are using serial numbers from like old, like old, old strings. And they're, they're all the same number, you know, like the, oh, it's all the same. Yeah. It's all the so same serial like number. lot numbers or something like that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so they can like, Oh, three, Oh, six, Oh, eight. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the counterfeit ones. <laughs> I wow. Don't, I don't know. By the way, I don't know if that's the actual number. I just pulled out a random number, but right. That's crazy. I, I, I mean, you, you have had not with strings, but you've had experiences with this multiple times, right? Right. And that's what I was talking to Phil about. I said, you know, we, we had that that problem with pedals, and he was telling about some other companies that have had the same problem. Um, you know, and I was telling him, like with us, they just literally took the pedal, reverse engineered, and copied it completely. I mean, there are some things they got wrong. So we, I mean, like, we have a graphic that. Uh, I know it's been on our Facebook a, a million times, but uh, there's a graphic that has like the real thing compared to the old to the counterfeit thing, and to right. kind of show the differences. But more okay, so here's a, a good litmus test: is if you're seeing brand new Triple X for fifty bucks on eBay, it's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also uh, another thing that Phil was telling me was, um, you know, who's doing a really great job at eliminating this problem? Re- uh, no, Re- Reverb.com. Oh, they're, they're, they're keeping uh, their thumbs on it. Yes. Big time, big time. So his recommendation is, um, you know, if you're, if you're buying strings or something like that, buy it from reverb, not Amazon. That is very interesting or direct from the, or, uh, or direct from the manufacturer if you can. Yeah. Always, that's yeah. always a great bet, but, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you're like me, like I'm on Amazon and I bought, you know, a, a bunch of bubble wrap and then I bought some light bulbs and some tape and then I'm like, and I need a pack of strings, you know, <laughs> just cause it's easy. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. So, well, you can also, uh, excuse me, blah, my voice just went to, um, uh, you can also look when you're buying on Amazon. And so like, for instance, like if you look at Amazon, it'll say like, ships from Amazon or whatever, or sold by Amazon, you can actually look and see if it's actually sold from Amazon. It might come from, you know, uh, your favorite local music store, right? you know, or or like a, a notable retailer or the manufacturer themselves. And you can look and see if it's coming from there, you're probably pretty safe. Right. Yep. If it, and it, I would say probably equally, if it, if it seems like a flaky name, like it probably seems like it's an overseas company that's selling that brand new sir riot or the, you know what i mean maybe uh maybe give that a second thought you can actually you can actually click on like other sellers selling the same thing so get prime you know yeah you totally can yep another i mean this is just in guitar space or just being a uh, a consumer in the times that we live in i got a message from a, a friend one time they're like, hey, didn't you say you were wanting some uh, some Ray-Bans? And I was like, well, yeah. 
and it was like, check this out. They're doing a massive sale on them right now. And I looked at it and I was like, you don't buy legit. And it looked like a Ray-Ban website, right? It looked very close. Um, and it was like, you don't buy Ray-Ban aviators for $25. <laughs> they, they ran aviators. So these are yeah, the best. But it, it was like Ray slash ban dot com or something like that something very and the, and it looked legit if you went to actual rayban.com it, the site was almost identical huh. but the prices were way off i'm like you don't no one's selling these for 25 dollars right like you're just not and then i did a quick google or goggle as we <laughs> are supposed to say and it was it was that's a classic uh that's a classic thing the rayban scam they call it and uh Oftentimes they they will never ever even ship you anything, let alone even knockoffs. They just they'll just take your money and that's the end of the day. Hmm. So watch out. The internet's a wild place. Right. By the way, apparently if you go to goggle.com, it's not anything like Google. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, Is that actually that's where you buy the cheap Ray Bans? Goggle. Goggle.com. Actually, this took me to top five slash or dash best meal delivery.com. Oh, oh, well, I don't know why goggle.com would take me there, but it did. So I like food. Anyways, well, that's all I got for this show. My friends. I think, uh, me too, but, um, yeah. Be so, careful out there with your monies, people. Don't buy fake strings. I'll always look on Goggle first. Um, so just to kind of give everyone's a head, uh, everyone a heads up, I know I missed this week with uh, the podcast. Uh, this is this is pre-NAM for me and everyone else, I'm sure, as you've seen on your news feeds and your emails, uh, which basically means that I'm not sleeping and I'm running around like crazy trying to make sure I get, you know, large pieces of you know, our gigantic show boards that weigh 80 pounds overnighted to this place. And I'm getting this part coming from here and I need this. And by the way, we need more cables and, oh no, we have no guitar picks. So what are we going to do? Well, we need to get guitar picks somehow, but yeah, like all these last minute things that are happening. Um, this is the week of, of sheer panic. So, um, as this, so this episode will go out on Monday, which is, probably when you're listening to it, if you're listening to it on Monday. And uh, the next episode, I'll be at NAM at California. So there probably won't be, there'll probably be a, a week where you're missing out there unless I do some sort of tone tips thing. Kind of the same thing with the videos, though. It's I'm trying to keep up on the videos, but I'm also trying to make sure that I don't show up at NAM with like no guitar amp or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I forgot to ship the amps, honey. Huh. That's a bummer. This is going to be a challenging one for us. <laughs> the good news is, Brian, if you do forget to ship an amp, I can probably find you one. We're, we'll be in the right place for amps. We'll be right next yeah, to you'll, you'll probably Friedman be able to track one or two Morgan down. and Tone King and um, Synergy and Diesel, I think. Eggnator, maybe. I'm not sure who all is going into the NAM this year, but I know most of those companies will be right around us. And Matthews Man, effects. I've had had a weird guess that oh we have to wrap this up, Don. Yeah, I really want a right. diesel. We can save that for next time though. You know, well you can't. You got to spit it out now. You can't leave the audience hanging like that. You want? Well, I just remembered. I just I diesel just burns a, really good on a fire, by the way. But anyways, go oh ahead. yes, it does. Mm -hmm. But uh, the amps, I I I just had like a um, a weird memory. I've been listening to 
been listening to a lot of heavy music lately, and I've been going on a spree where I'm re-listening to uh, one of my favorite hardcore bands, uh, Cancer Bats. I don't know if you know them, but they're an awesome hardcore band out of Canada. And I forgot like how awesome their tone was. And they used Diesels back in the day. I think huh. they still might, but I know they used them back in the day on the album that I'm listening to. Hmm. And so I've been, I've been like, ooh, I don't That's know what good. I'm going to do with it, but I need to get one. <laughs> All right. And one last thing before we wrap up, uh, kind of as a shock to you, Blake, um, your one and only here forgot to hit record in the old garage band. So my apologies to my apologies to oh. you, <laughs> you, you, the listeners who get to listen to my Skype audio today. Um, hopefully I'll, I'll, hopefully I can <laughs> temper it a little bit. So it sounds a little better, but I just realized I, I noticed my screen was fading and I looked over and I said, I'll be damned. I didn't hit record. <laughs> well you know the good news is uh we both seem to have fairly solid internet and your skype audio sounded okay the whole time on my end. so hopefully we'll be okay i did not expect you to tell me that that's yeah, yeah i was i thought you meant well at least we have that i thought you meant well buckle in buddy we're gonna do another episode because <laughs> i forgot to record everything i've been there too unfortunately i have done that yes i have <laughs> All right. Well, uh, talk to you next time, huh? Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.